Okay, here we go. The Planet Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch a radio dial. The Planet Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Excuse me, ma'am. No porn at the bar. Oh, it's okay. I'm transgender. Oh, I, I had no idea. Do whatever you want all the time. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. <laughs> That's pretty funny there, Smitty. Where'd you get that? I cannot divulge my sources. Family Guy? The hell you can't. <laughs> it was. Thank you, yeah, Family Grim. Guy. It sounded very Family Guy-ish. And this is the uh, Planet Mikey podcast. This is the one that is preferred by people with brains. Now, some of you may say, but Mikey, you're a sophomoric dolt. You're an immature delinquent. You're, uh, you have limited uh, professional respect and capability mm. in this industry. Mm. You're a man who's been fired eight times. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. You, know, you might have a point. Nine comebacks. But I say this. You're just <laughs> jealous. Because of my because of my rugged good looks and my zest for life, you are ruggedly handsome. I have to admit. I, you know what? I'm telling you what. It's like I have. Do I have you know great complexion? No, I have a ruddy complexion. You set a standard by which all other men should be measured. But you know, was Mickey Rourke a good-looking guy when he banged uh, what's her name in Nine and a Half Meat Weeks? Kim Basinger. Yeah. And then the, the sequel was Nine and a Half Months. She got pregnant. <laughs> she she owned his ass. How are you guys doing? Doing well. On my left, Ben <laughs> Kitchen. Let's let's go let's go counterclockwise here. It's age before beauty. Oh. Bill Smith is is here as always. He lives here. The senior member of the group. It's part of it. <laughs> ben Kitchen is here as usual, not as always, because sometimes he doesn't show up. Mm-hmm. And he's not usual. He's got two check marks mm-hmm. in his absenteeism box. Mm-hmm. Both times I think you're in Florida. Yes, that is true. With doing mob, nothing. Yeah. Doing nothing. Sitting well, we're, on the beach. we're here slaving over a hot microphone, <laughs> as they say in the industry. <laughs> anyway, Ben Kitchen's here as usual. <laughs> I hate you so because much. <laughs> so dumb. Ben's, Ben's here as usual because he wished he lived here. He, Smitty, can you take him in? Take yeah, him under your wing. Yeah, put him out in the shed. <clears throat> or as Joe Biden would say, take him out behind the woodshed. Now, I, you know. I really believe this, and I think I get better looking and more distinguished looking every day. My hair get is getting grayer. Yeah, you know I've lost seven pounds. You're like the elder statesman. What are you down to? Yeah. I don't like. I'm on 199. I, I've leveled off there a little bit because I can't stop eating Fruit Loops at midnight. Oh, man. Mm. Fruit Loops is my, uh, my my rabbit. I eat I eat him. You eat uh, the rabbit? Yeah, yeah. Hey, do you remember that uh, movie uh, Jeremiah Johnson? Yes, yeah. with uh, Robert Redford. Robert, and Will Gear yes. played the old mountain Love man. Love that guy. He says... He what, always talked what, like this. He says, what are you eating, Pilgrim? <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to live in the mountains for just like uh, six hours. Uh, our sponsors tonight <laughs> yes. include MikeStacyGolf.com. Oh, now, yeah, let me let's tell, go out can, to the course. Can I tell you about him? Oh, there we are. Mike Stacy, I played in a, a tournament, a, a, a father and son tournament, and my son Andy, who's never really actually been on the golf course, he's been to the driving range a couple times. He went out and played on the golf, actually first time on the golf course, and today he had a, a golf lesson. See, Mike Stacy's a, a what they call a teaching pro. Mm. It doesn't matter if you're a scratch golfer or if you're a beginner, a kid. 
He'll teach you how to swing properly because everything about golf is, is having the proper swing and then being able to imitate it each time with muscle memory and hit the ball straight. It's all about hitting it straight. So Andy actually, he got out of a sand trap his first try ever. Boom. Oh. Up on the green, it was like amazing. I didn't get out of my first sand trap until I was like 40. <laughs> How many lessons had he had by then? When, when you're 40? No, no, no. But getting the uh, the ball out of the sand trap. Uh, he 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 didn't do. He did this on his first time out there. Oh. So today he had lessons. Today he's got the driving range with Mike Stacy. Now here's what you would do, if you want to get lessons for your kid. There's camps. Mike has camps as well where you can go with a bunch of other kids and, and it's it's a golf camp. Go contact Mike Stacy. Uh, MikeStacyGolf.com. Okay. S T A C E Y? S T A C no E. Oh, no E. S T A C Y. Very good. Uh, and he's got some sessions going off on, uh, you know, every week right through the end of July and August. Session three starts on July 19th. And uh, get your kid involved in golf. It's a great thing to do. Plus, if you get on the tour, if you get to be good and you're on the tour, you make a lot of money and you meet a lot of chicks. What's the greatest lesson you learned about yourself while playing the game of golf? Um, that I'm not as good as I think I am at golf. <laughs> well, that's the thing about golf, too. It's a perfectionist game. You know, you can't get – even Tiger Woods can get better. I had a friend who was telling me, man, I learned about patience. I learned about discipline. <laughs> I learned about, you know, angles, the wind, all that stuff. So, so you, want, you want to hear a great golf story? Let's it has nothing it. to do with the actual hitting of the ball. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> I'm playing at Cedar Knob in Summers, Connecticut. And my, my other son was with me, Scott, who's now obviously a full-grown adult. But when he was a little kid, maybe 9 or 10 or 11, we're playing at Cedar Knob. And there's this blind hole where you can't see the green, so you got to be careful. You can't hit if you don't hit on the green. If you hit it on the green when there's somebody there, you can hit, the, hit him with that in the head. So we're standing there ready, getting ready to putt, and all of a sudden, plop, the ball lands five feet from my son. Just missed him, really. Hmm. I said, oh, man, who hit that? What stupid son of a bitch did that? You're not supposed to do that. So here comes the guy up the hill to hit the ball. He's he's wearing, like, sweats. He was the size of Gronk. He was, like, 6'7", all muscle. He looked like a tight end. He's walking up. So I said politely, because he was big. <laughs> I said, you know, hey, you got to be careful. We, you almost hit my son up here. You know, uh, you got to make sure. He just looked at me. He looked at me like I was an asshole. Danger. So the guy next to me, who was about 5'4", that was playing with us, he goes, Hey, asshole, he's talking to you. To the big guy. <laughs> Easy now. Don't get this guy mad. Then after he said that to the guy, Hey, asshole, he's talking to you. The big guy says, Sorry. I said, There's your barking dog. There's the squeaky wheel getting the grease. I didn't have the nuts to say to the guy, you know, even though he almost killed my son with a golf ball. Were you trembling for a moment? They were thinking he might knock but your block off. But this guy was a little short guy, and he says, Hey, asshole. <laughs> it was so great. I love people that have giant nuts. <laughs> Speaking of nuts, are we yep. going to get the, uh, are we going to get the, uh, what was that nut company we're going to get on as a sponsor? <laughs> Nuts.com. Nuts.com, yeah. And have, have them, uh, crap all over the wonderful nut company that, that had the worms in the nuts. Oh, Remember that? The pistachios. Nuts. Those were wonderful. The forgotten episode. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Shining oh. Rock Golf Course is where Mike Stacy is. He's the pro there, and uh, he's a great guy, and I really like him, and he's, he's a very good teacher, and he's going to teach my Where's son. Shining Rock? It's in Northbridge, Massachusetts. Shining Rock Golf Co Golf Club, and go to MikeStacyGolf.com. Wow. That's, that's, that's it's like, like a, a commercial. That was very nice. Well, he's a good, he's a good man. <laughs> 
But uh, then again, we know that you would never endorse something that you didn't no. truly believe in. Hell no. Because you certainly wouldn't stoop to the, the lowest you know, taking cash. Hell like to the no. <laughs> oh, and we have one more sponsor that I think I've got to mention. you kidding me. One more, yeah. I'll just do this now, and then we can go, go, go without having any more. All right, go ahead. This is, is very simply, and we've heard of these folks a million times, but I... When I get stuck for gifts for people, I do. I always go back to mygrandma.com. Oh, yeah. The coffee cake, because you know what? You can say to yourself, you can look in the mirror and go, that's the best coffee cake on earth, and mean it. And that's what people always say. Not one person I've ever talked to, I've been, and I've been talking about these cakes for 10 years. Not the same cakes, but the new ones that they make every day. They, if you taste it, you're going to say, that's the best coffee cake ever. You can't just have one piece. No. MyGrandma.com is uh, and there's pictures of my actual grandma on there. Boudoir. Boudoir shots. <laughs> no, it's not really. Uh, but you can call a telephone number, too, if you're in a car. You don't want to buy. 1-800-8-GRANDMA. The number 8. The number 1-800-8-GRANDMA. And, and order a coffee cake. Whether it's blueberry, Granny Smith, apple, uh, cinnamon, walnut. It doesn't matter. They make the best coffee cake in the world. And I'll fight you over that. Yeah, there's my sponsor. That was another good commercial. Thing. Like, jeez. Yeah, I'm nothing if not upset. But I'll tell you what. I, so, you're right. I don't ever push products that I don't believe in. You sound like such a professional. Though. Like, you know what's a good weed? Blue Dream. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, what is it? Is there anything I forgot? Oh, oh yes. What, what is it? How could I forget? We're at the beginning of the show, Ben. Mm-hmm. You know, slap me when I do that. Oh. Free rain to slap you? Uh, yeah. What was most my favorite thing? So I slapped him upside the head. What does that mean? I, I hit him a good one upside the head. <laughs> why, do you, why is it upside the head? Why don't you just say, I hit him in the head? I smacked him in the skull. I mean, why do you have to say upside the? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Hate people that do that. In fact, next time someone says it to me, I'm going to smack him upside the oh, head. Oh, jeez. I'm going to say, there, you wow. deserve that for saying upside the head. God. Jerk. Um, two weird dreams I had. You want to hear about both of them? Dreams? <laughs> yes. <laughs> by the way, that song Dreams by Fleetwood Mac is still good. It's true. I had a dream that I had a sexual relationship with Kellyanne Conway. Is this uh, on the level? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't really, I'm not really attracted to her. Was her hair brushed? I'm not sure. Oh. Not... Not after it wasn't sure that was messed up after before it might have been. Did you have any conversations with uh, with this? Uh... Was, uh, no, because you don't in dreams you don't really. And if you do, they're they're absurd conversations. She was, was her uh, bowling ball husband there in any way? She was ditch, ditching George. In fact, that's part of the conversation. She was complaining about what an asshole her husband is. <laughs> that's George Conway. <laughs> and and I, you know you have these dreams. She said, I don't. I didn't want to have that dream. But that was one of them. The other one I... Uh, by the way, you know who was running the video camera when I was having a, uh, an orgy with Kellyanne Conway? No. Hunter Biden. Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> he had the cameras all set up. Uh, oh, so here's my other dream. This is really bizarre. Go ahead. Somehow I'm back working at EEI, but I'm not on the air. I'm one, I'm one of these people that does the events. You know, I don't know. Some kind of event. I was at some event. You're like a street team member? Yeah, maybe. I was doing something, you know, and somebody said... Can you give Mickey a ride home? I said, yeah, yeah. It was Mickey Mantle. Oh. A, he's dead. Been dead for 15, 20 years, right? Since 96. He could use a lift. 
I said, I jumped at the chance to give Mickey a ride home. I said, of course, it's Mickey Mantle. And I was like running around, I'll go get my car. And then I went on this sojourn. And dreams are always endless sojourn. Oh. I had to go get my car so I could bring it around and give Mickey Mantle a ride home. Now, I wasn't thinking clearly, clearly because he's dead. Secondly, I couldn't find my car. I'm looking everywhere. And the, the nightmare was, i got to find my car. I'm supposed to drive, ride Mickey Mantle home. And I was panicking because I couldn't find my car. And so the last, whatever, half of the dream was me looking for my car. I get back, finally I get the car, I pull up in front of, and it was like a, it wasn't Guest Street, but it was wherever the radio station was. And he's gone. He's, I see him walking away with someone, getting in someone else's car. <laughs> and I'm like, Dah! Dah! And I woke up from the dream going, God! <laughs> woke up my whole family, told him. Damn it! <laughs> Isn't that weird to have two dreams like that? Yes. <sighs> I think I was inspired by Blue Dream. I don't know. You know, I, almost everything I do is inspired by Blue Dream. <laughs> you know, you know. If I if I have a great bowel movement, I say that was a Blue Dream BM, <laughs> the BDBM. Uh, speaking of Hunter Biden, we got all kinds of new information on him coming out. Have you seen any of that stuff? Did you <laughs> yeah. see him weighing the crack on the scale with the whore? Yep. <laughs> Did you see that video? I saw the still frame of it. I didn't actually watch the video, and I just started laughing. They're arguing about how much his crack is in the bag, 20.7 grams or whatever it said, and he's got the stuff. I mean, this guy, here's a guy that, A, not only uses the N-word in conversation, which is automatically, Mm -hmm. is just, secondly, crackhead, thirdly, uh, patri- uh, patri- uh, patronizer of uh, prostitutes, right? Eh. It's the least of my problems with all of those things well, you just said. But, I mean, he, he's filthy. Yeah. He's filthy. No, he's gross. He's filthy. He's creepy. He, he likes to take pictures of himself nude. He's the epitome of when... when when the when the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the broad brush is stroked across Ooh. all white people like oh man he has a racist white privilege but you know the list is still but this guy epitomizes all of that he does e- so all the dirty not only shit. does he do that all those three things and and yeah you're right those are the mo- he just called his he's quoted as calling his his uh, stepmother <laughs> an entitled c word yeah like okay you're the president's son. Can you just try to behave for maybe he's only been in office for a year and a half. Could you try to behave enough to the point where you don't embarrass the family? It's tough to embarrass that that family at, at this point uh, anywhere. But add to that on the list. He's he's a money laundering Chinese agent, a foreign agent. He's like a Fredo. He's totally trouble on the big scale as well. Not just the little scale with the crack, the big scale like worldwide stuff, you know, he's he's trouble. Oh yeah. And for how long did we hear, well, oh, it's Russian disinformation? Well, yeah, now that they've analyzed the laptop, every single thing on it is true. Mm -hmm. And every single bad thing you can say about Hunter Biden is true. It's just unbelievable to get saddled with that. You know, if he was going to run for a second term, Hunter himself would have screwed Joe's second run. (laughs) But we all know he's not going to do that. He's too old. Uh, Joe. Thank God. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. And he's an old, like, you know, there's people like Paul McCartney. I, I, I marvel at people like Smitty. You, don't even, you would never know how old he is. I'm uh, lying about my age. I'm actually 52. Are you? Yeah. All right, I believe it. Uh, Paul McCartney you, honestly, just, you look terrible for 52. Oh, shit. Paul McCartney gets on to. 
And goes on the stage and does a three-hour concert, does every song. The crowd goes nuts. He's up there playing. He tours the country. He's 80 years old. It's unbelievable ball of energy that guy is. And Smitty's the same way. But Smitty's not even nearly 80. But here's the thing. You get a guy like Joe Biden, God, he seems like he's 90. I think it's a result of just living a shit life. He's lied through his entire political career. Imagine that. Yeah. This lie after lie. I saw this uh, a stream that they were playing, just clip after clip after clip, all the shit that he's lied about. Yeah. Like, stupid lies. Oh, there's tons of tons yeah. of it. And uh, there's one guy who was in the government for 30 years who said, Joe Biden has never made a right decision when it comes to foreign policy, ever. Mm-hmm. It's, how many years in the Senate? Mm-hmm. 50? Mm-hmm. 50 years in the Senate? That's a lot of damage could be done there. Um, speaking of the Senate, Senator Josh... Uh, Hawley had a, had a moment with Berkeley law professor Kiara Bridges today. Now, here's this is what I love about the gender discussion. Well, I'll just tell you they're they're talking about gender. Let me just say, listen to this: Josh Hawley and and the Berkeley law professor Kiara Bridges. Just just listen to this Bridges, and tell me what you, you said several times. You've used a phrase. I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, it's, we can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. Oh, so your view is, is that the core of this, this right then is about what? So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important Because of my line of questioning? So we can't talk about it? Because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist I'm denying that trans people exist by asking you you if you're talking about women having pregnancies. Do you believe that uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think so. <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist? Thank and that leads to violence? Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you? Absolutely. Or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no. They're, they're told that to they're a- opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow, I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot I just know. in this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. Yep. Um, <laughs> Josh Hawley's pretty bright. Isn't that, he good? Yeah. That's that was funny. But think of how absurd that conversation was. She she was a fighter though, man. She kept coming back stupidly. But she was, yeah. I mean, she, but but with no with no with no ammunition. No. Just saying that. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? Amazing. I, I love when something like something like that happens because you, you can't say a woman is a woman. You have to bring in all this other language that has nothing to do with it. But she, look how she tried to twist the argument like a couple of times in there. She's just one of those. Oh boy. Yeah. I, I I saw that on Twitter today, and I said we gotta. We got to listen to that, Ben. Are you okay? I, I'm just, I tune out when it comes to this talk. You do. It's just nauseating. It's on and on and on. My, ultimately, my problem with it is we're talking about such a small minority group of people, mm-hmm. and we blow it up as if it's like half the population. Issue one, yeah, right. And it's just, I just want every one of them to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't care. See that? Now this is what you're talking about here. What are you, Gen Z? Uh, I, I'm technically a millennial. 
You're millennial. Oh, so now we know, Smitty, millennials yeah. just don't care. Apparently. You just heard Ben say it. I, I don't. Jesus, I don't ben. care. He's don't give oh. a shit what these people want to do <laughs> oh, with their bodies. <laughs> None of my business. I don't care. How would you guys like a couple of fresh news stories hot off the press? Remember Rip and Reed? I'm Ned Cockwart reporting. Joe Biden apologized Tuesday for what? For saying Latinos are, quote, as unique as San Antonio breakfast tacos. <laughs> what? During a speech to the nation's largest Hispanic civil rights and advocacy organization. Classy. Timing oh, yeah. is good. <laughs> Quote, the first lady apologizes. What a psycho. <laughs> the first lady apologizes that her words conveyed anything but pure admiration and love for the Latino community. Oh, of course. Tweeted Joe Biden's spokesperson, Michael LaRosa. Please don't hate me. <laughs> the first lady flew to San Antonio on Monday to address the annual conference of Unidos US, a Latino civil rights and advocacy group formerly known as the National Council of La Raza. Oh. You remember them? Oh, yeah. But her attempt to compliment Latino diversity didn't go over well when she said the community is, quote, as distinct as the bodegas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Actually, she didn't say bodegas. She said bugedas or something like that. Yeah, she, she said mis- it wrong. Mispronounced right. it. Bug- yeah. <laughs> Man, she is privileged. Classy. Oh, yeah. yeah, it says she badly mispronounced bodegas. Uh, the National Association of Hispanic Journalists and others registered their off- the offense on uh, social media with journalist organization tweeting, We are not tacos. <laughs> <laughs> we are not tacos. Listing or using breakfast tacos to try to demonstrate the uniqueness of Latinos in San Antonio demonstrates a lack of cultural knowledge and sensitivity to the diversity of Latinos in the region. They said the First Lady should take the time in the future to better understand the complexities of our people and communities. I'm yeah. going to admit my cultural ignorance. What's a breakfast taco? It's it's got eggs in it. Uh, oh, I'm out. It's got. <laughs> they, sometimes they put some Fruit Loops in there. Oh, I'm back in. <laughs> don't they have breakfast tacos at Taco Bell? I think they. Yeah, do. I don't. You know, I don't ever I think no of breakfast idea. when I think of Taco Me Bell. Me neither. No, I think of bean burritos and uh, you and know shitting my pants. People farting in the car <laughs> on the way home. All right, here's another news story for you. Ready? No. Oh yeah. Sorry. A mom shared on TikTok, which I've never looked at, how she remedied her painful mastitis. You know what that is? No. It's a breast thing when you're when you're uh, breastfeeding. Oh. You get mastitis. TikTok went all over. She, here's what she said: Jennifer gained over 20 million views when she confessed to breastfeeding her husband. Oh, yeah. What? I know. Now she's going to milk this for everything she can. <laughs> Did you hear Bill's reaction to that? Yeah. He it liked... wasn't disgust like mine. His yeah. was like, oh, mm, oh yeah. <laughs> He's hungry. That's yeah, all. It's, that's it's a... just a mood. He's hangry. Boobs. Anyway, she breastfeeds her husband, and it triggered a lot of hateful strangers online. Considering how difficult and perplexing breastfeeding can be, like pumping, shockingly pink strawberry milk, mm. You know what that is. Or leaking milk from your armpits. What? <laughs> These are all things that can happen when you're breastfeeding. Oh. Not when you're eating the... Bre- the bre- Have you eating. seen it? No, I haven't seen that. No. No. I just... I, you have four kids. I yeah, no, I had two, two breastfed kids, and, they, and, they, they were, and they, everything went fine. But it can ha- things can happen where 
you pump too hard and it's strawberry milk. Like you get some blood going on or something like that. And I don't know. I never, I never was one to breastfeed my kids personally. But you've pumped too hard and that <laughs> yeah. blood come out. Um, milk, milk can leak leak uh, from your armpit. Oh man. Anyway, <laughs> you got to feed that hungry baby one way or the other. So Jennifer encountered people like like that when she shared how she remedied her painful mastitis. Now, mastitis can include uh, breast tenderness or warmth to the touch. Mm-hmm. This isn't bad. Breast swelling, mm. thickening of breast tissue, or a breast lump, pain, or a burning sensation continuously. While bre- There's a lot of things that can happen, like a blocked milk duct yep. can cause things to happen. Your bacteria or whatever. So I wouldn't go directly from the strip bar home and breastfeed your baby if you're the, <laughs> the holder of the breasts, but... Anyway, she got some hateful comments for days on end on how she cleared her milk duct. And how did she clear her milk duct? By by breastfeeding her husband. God bless him, though. He's trying to help. Oh, God. Sounds like an utter disaster to me. Uh, hey! And, and that's, the, that's news. the news. I'm John Von Bonsky, live in Washington. Back to you. I've lost my place already. That was good, though. Well, yeah. Bill's got a quiz for you. Know, you. I do He's have been a, holding was, on to this I, for oh, yeah. a couple weeks. Oh, you I was, know what? I was, I was going to ha- get my brain cells uh, organized, but I ran out of cocaine. No, I'm kidding. Um, He's 20, got plenty. It's been 20 years, 22 years now, since I've even seen cocaine. Yeah. Right. Are you ready for this quiz? I this, have pictures. Though. This is for, the, <laughs> this for the host of the show, by the way. Okay, let's go. Because you claim to know everything. Single, everything. So once again, like we Anything did last time. Anything worth knowing, Smitty. I, I'm choosing lyrics from very popular songs this time. Our DJ today is Smitty Sin. Well, thank you. Okay, Mike, are you ready? Yeah. All right, stand by, please. Right. Is, is, uh, is Ben going to be the ref? Do we need a ref? No. Uh, can I have the bell, please? Here's number one. Let's make sure it's working. Okay, Question good. number one. This is from 1971. Yes. All these songs. I got it. All right. Somewhere in the top 40. Green Tambourine. No, I'm just kidding. What if I get it before him? Here it comes. I'll give you a buck. I, here's, the, here's the phrase. I never understood a single word he said, but I helped him drink his wine. Yes, he Joy won. to the world. That's uh, uh, Three Dog Night. I never understood a single word he said, but I helped him drink his wine. All right, all right. Joe to the world. That's, by the way, that's their worst song. Number two. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. Oh, that's Maggie Uh May by Rod Stewart. It's late September, and I really should be back at school. There's a lot of stories about Rod Stewart, too, that are really gross, but I can't tell them on the podcast. How about question number three? So far, you're doing pretty good. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Because I know everything, Smitty. I stayed in bed all morning just to pass the time. There's something wrong here. It's uh, Carol there King. Be... Uh, it, it's too late, baby. <laughs> three for three. Yeah, this is almost too easy. All right. There's something wrong here. There can be no denying. Oh. Number four. You're right. <laughs> Number four. Just give One of a us is changing. Oh, I forgot we're on tape. Okay. Or maybe we just we stopped trying. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here's the next one. I can think of younger days when I was living for my life. It was everything a it's man could want to do. Uh, I can think of younger, younger days, days <laughs> when, when living for, for my, my life. life. 
<laughs> was everything a man would want to do? Question You're going to give yourself a stroke. Stop. I could never be tomorrow. Oh, I did give myself a stroke. I'd like stroke. to apologize for the host of our show and the behavior. Uh, okay, you ready? E- each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. Ooh, I know this one. Mm. Every, hold on. Every day, through, every day through my window, I watch her pass. Each day through my window, I watch her as she passes by. I say to myself, you're such a lucky guy. No. What is it? Your humming sucks. Oh. You know, it was the middle of winter. It's just my imagination by the Temptations. But was, you guys didn't name the song. We're trying to help you out. Yeah. Well, we don't want you losing any it. credibility in front of the audience. Well, it's just my imagination. You know who else did that song? The Stones. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. <laughs> Question number six. I'm so tired of being alone. Yep. I'm so tired of growing my That's own. That's Al Green. I'm so tired of being alone. I'm so tired of being alone. All right. Here we go. Question number... Uh, it's a nice Green. crotch shot for everyone watching on yeah. YouTube right now. <laughs> number seven. By the way, seven. Al Green is not green. Uh, and Barry, Barry White is not white. <gasps> All right, but James Brown, <laughs> right? There you go. Yeah, huh? Is Marvin gay? I mean, does Stevie Wonder? <laughs> Once again, I'd like to apologize for the behavior of the okay, host. <laughs> All right, you ready? <clears throat> I feel pretty good for my age. You're All my seven friends going on seventy. <laughs> All my friends have to ask me something I they didn't understand. How I get all the women in the palm of my hand. Let me read that again. Mm-hmm. All my friends have to ask me something they don't understand. How I get all the women in, in the, the palm, palm of, of my, my hand. hand. Yep. Uh, yeah, it's easy. You just walk up and grope them. <laughs> what's the t- what's the title of the song and who sang it? Uh, that was Trump. In the palm of my the pussy. hand. Uh, it sounds like a. All my friends yeah, have to ask uh, me something they didn't understand. Uh, uh, How I get all right, the women right. in the palm of my hand. I, it's it's an R and B guy, isn't yeah, it? Keep going. <laughs> uh, keep naming genres. That's right. Go ahead. Tell me who it is. I can't. I can't. I can't. See if you get it. It's Cornelia's brothers and sister Rose. I'm going to treat her like a treat her like a lady. Come on. Come on. Treat her like you've got to, got to treat her like. That was good. That good band. All right. Here we go. Number eight. I think that was on my first radio audition tape. Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields. Sold in the market down in New Orleans. Oh. Sky dog Sold slaver, no, he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women right. just around that's, midnight. Uh, that's the Rolling Stones. It's brown sugar. Number nine. Here we I'm go. no schoolgirl, but I'm doing all right. But she knows what I'm about. She can take what I dish out. Oh, that's uh, Tom and Jones. That's- I never would abuse her. <laughs> Always treat her with respect because she's a lady. I think. Whoa. <laughs> or she's a cis. Uh, gen- was she, uh, what's that term? Yeah. <laughs> what is she? Number 10. Cis female. Cis female. 
I fell in love with you before the second show. Oh, that's easy. That's uh, uh, Your guitar superstar, so, 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 the Carpenters, uh, but I Leon Russell. Fell in love with you. Leon Russell wrote it and did the original version. That's correct. Before the second sandwich. Don't you remember I starved myself for you, baby? <laughs> and that ends Mama the musical Cass quiz. Mama Cass wouldn't give me that sandwich, maybe. You did okay. You got uh, nine out of the ten. See, I told you. I know. If I'd had a chance, I would have gone, uh, gotten them all. Would you like a more difficult quiz next week? Absolutely. All right. The harder, the better. Pick a year. That's what she said last night. Pick, pick a year. Pick a year. For next week? Yep. Yeah. No, but then I'll have a chance to study. You don't want me to do that. You, oh. you pick the year. Right. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Will. Yeah. Now, because well, I'm a musical encyclopedia. Uh, wait, wait, I, what's I the year that you, you always have a no music was good until that was made after X? Eight, what is that date? 84. 84. All right. Really? That gives us some jump. Leg room. Van Halen. Yeah. It, it, it's got to be. Might as well jump. Between 64 and 84, that 20 year period. Tina Turner I know was having a every resurgence. song. Yeah. I know every song that was a hit between 64 and 84. Mm-hmm. I do. Okay. I swear to God. 64 and 84. Ask me when, ask me when, uh, <laughs> ask me about Mungo Jerry. Tell me about Mungo Jerry. Okay. Mungo Jerry did a very, very big, you know, summertime. We're in the summertime, you know, and he did a song called In the Summertime, Mungo yep. Jerry. He had a brother. He, he had a brother. I think I heard Joe Castiglione talk about this on the Red Sox broadcast. He had a brother named Bunghole Jerry. Oh. <laughs> no, but Mungo Jerry did this song, and it carried him through. And he was booked. <laughs> he was he was booked based based on this one hit record for uh, forever uh, into eternity. And we have uh, we have Joe and Jerry. As a matter of fact, right now, Joe, I love Mungo Jerry. Quite an artist. I'll do the ch- ch- You do the singing, all right, Joe? Sounds good to me, Trope. Ch- 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 In the summertime, when the weather's high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. When the weather's fine, you got women, you got women on your mind. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can find. Lay off the booze. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Speed along the lane, do a ton or ton or ton in 25. Whatever the hell that means. When the sun goes down, you can make it, make it good in a lay-by. It's a lay-by. We're not great people, we're not dirty, we're not mean. We love everybody, but we do as we please. When the weather's right, we go fishing or go swimming in the sea. At Shaw's! Always happy, life's for living. Yeah, that's our philosophy. Sing along with us. Dee 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 dee. Da 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 da. Yeah, we're half happy. Da 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 da. Da da do da da dee da da. What the fuck? Who wrote this shit for me? It's me, Joe. Can I do a couple of? Have at it. That's yours. Cha cha cha. Cha 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 cha. This is fun, true. The winner's here. Yeah, it's party time. Bring your bottle, wear your bright clothes, and sue me summertime, and we'll sing again. We'll go driving, or maybe we'll settle down. Who wrote this shit? 
If she's rich, if she's nice. We'll all go into town is what he meant. Rev it up, trope. Jeez, I just crapped my pants, Joe. Summertime, when the weather's high, you can stretch right up. You can touch the sky when the weather's fine. You got women, you got women on your mind. That's what you tell them anyway. Have a drink, have a drive, go out and see what you can crash into and destroy with your, with your, with your Jeep. I've got a Hummer. I wish I had a Hummer. Ah, we'll see what we can work out for you this summer. When the sun goes down, you can make it, make it good in a lay-by. Somebody look up lay-by for me on Google. We love everybody, but we do as we please. When the weather's right, we go fishing or go swimming in the sea. Are you piss in the ocean, Joe, or do you, do you get out? I just let it go right into the ocean. Hey, if the fish can piss in there, trooping, I, I sure as hell can. Did you ever take a dump in the ocean?